This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I'm not much good to anyone Lately I don't laugh the way I used to do Mm. Lately I've been crying Lately I've been missing my bundles Lately I... Don't want to hear my favorite song Lately I mm, I'm finding it hard to carry on Lately everything I see is painted blue Mm, Baby, I've been dying Baby, I've been missing my bundles. Lately, I don't know why I ever let you go. I want you back. I need you back. Without you, it's all wrong. Bundles make it right. Bring my bundles back to my life. Cause there's nothing's been the same since they've been gone. Lately, I don't feel like talking to my friends. Lately, I, ooh, I feel like this pain will never end. I don't want to go to the places we went to. No, 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 no. I don't feel like smiling. Bundles I'm just missing. You. God. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. Hold on, let me get myself together, bitch. Um, that was a beautiful rendition of Faith Evans' Lately I. Um, <clears throat> wow, I don't even know really where I'm coming from. Um, welcome to the show, bitch. I'm missing my bundles, clearly, like... I'm going to get into it later, but I'm really going through it. (laughs) I I know, like, okay, so I normally record the episodes on Wednesdays. Bitch, when I tell you yesterday I was depressed boots, 
it's not so bad today as it was yesterday. Yesterday, I was, I don't know if it was a combination of like depression. Actually, it really wasn't depression. It was just like a combo of stress, a little sprinkling of anxiety, and then like body dysmorphia on wall. But it really wasn't body dysmorphia. It was just, bitch, you are actually ugly. Like, you're actually ugly. Like, you know the girls with body dysmorphia be like, oh, bitch. But they're actually really pretty. And they be like, oh, bitch, I feel like I look ugly. No, bitch, I'm actually ugly. I feel ugly. I look ugly. I, therefore, am ugly. I am ugly. So, but before we get into the show, I definitely want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast. Five stars and five fucking stars only shout out to Miss Big Mama who rated the um the podcast on Apple Podcasts five stars and wrote, I've been following you on Snapchat since 2020 and you really do it all. I love hearing your thoughts and opinions. You're so funny. You could literally be talking about tax exemptions and I'm I'm tuning in. Actually, I'm about to talk I'm actually about to talk about that. Like that's so funny that I'm reading this right now. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. But there's some, like, tax things that I really do want to, like, share with the girls. Anyways, um, love your energy and stories you share. Authenticity online and not an easy thing to convey. And you are so real. You don't even have to try a gift, truly. Oh, thank you, Miss Big Mom. That's actually a really sweet review. Thank you. We also have another review from Miss La Chica. Um, she titled her review, No One Like Her. Girl, I never, and I mean never, care to write reviews, but I couldn't help myself anymore. I have been a listener and follower for a long while now, and I will always be the first to refresh my podcast page to see when a new episode is posted. You make my drives to work so much fun. I stay cracking up and getting hype in the morning with your hype, authentic energy. Always be you, Solomon, and please start doing two episodes a week. I know that's asking a lot with your busy self, but just know I'd be there for, I'd be here for it. Love you. Thanks, Miss LaChica. And thank you for everyone who's written and rated this review five stars and taking the time to, excuse me, write a review. Um, Speaking of two episodes a week, I know I've been saying this like last year, me and my friend, my best friend, we're trying to do our podcast. We've been just, I don't want to say technical difficulties, but just he was moving, he wasn't, he was moving. And then now I've got finished doing moving. And then now, you know, now we're actually, he's in New York. I'm in California. So we're, we had to figure out what software to use so that we could record so we're actually going to do a test run tomorrow to figure out the sound and like little logistics so hopefully sometime in the next couple weeks our podcast will come up so you will actually be able to hear my voice um twice a week and of course his he's actually a fucking hoot like we are two peas in a pie bitch um but anyways (coughs) god damn it um shout out to my allergies bitch um no bitch i don't even know really what i'm talking about right now i'm just going through it when i tell you i'm going through it okay remember how i told you hold on let me give some coffee um remember how i kept telling y'all episode after episode the recovery process for a hair transplant is not for the faint at heart it's not for a weak bitch It is one of the most gruesome 
I just, I talking about it right now is really flaring up my anxiety and it's kind of triggering me a little bit. <laughs> but, um, it's like, it's really one of the worst recoveries. I would not wish this on anyone. It's just the, the only way you can get through it is knowing once you get to the other side you are in the you are in glory, bitch. I'm gonna. I know. I just know. Not now, bitch. I'm working on losing my little ten pounds, bitch. I'm working on gaining some more muscle, bitch. I'm you know growing my bundles. I'm buying a home. I'm scaling my my business. So I know right now it's not fun, bitch. I'm really about to start crying. Oh my god. <sighs> Uh, it's like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm just, like, overwhelmed. <laughs> it's, like, not fun for me right now. I'm really just going through it, bitch. It's just the stress of it all, like, just scaling my business. There's something else I really can't talk about right now that I'm getting ready to go into, which is already a stressful situation. Anytime you got to deal with something like that, it is just stressful because... You are fighting someone, really. You know, you're fighting someone in court. Even if you're on the right, even if you are the fucking um, plaintiff, even if you are the, the bitch who got her shit together, it's still like you got to, like, prove what you're claiming to be true. Even if it's all in black and white, you know, because sometimes it could be black and white. It could be like, bitch, these are the invoices. This is what it is. This is what what happened. And a, and, and a judge could really just be like, well, girl, no. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and you know me, I'm so, I'm someone who is just, I need everything to be 5 billion percent perfect. So, and then I'm also so analytical to where I'm like, all right, so if they come at me with this, I'm going to hit them with the heat right here. And if they come at me with that, I'm going to really hit them with the heat right here so that, you know, I win. Um, More on that probably sometime next week. I mean, next month, I'll be able to share a little bit more of that. Um. But I've just been really going through a bitch. And so, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The only thing that is really holding a bitch down and really getting me through the through the mud, bitch, is the fact that once I'm done with all of this, the doll will be winning, winning. She's going to be, she's a winner. She, she's a track star. Uh, she's really going to be winning. You know, I'm going to have my little bundles, okay? I'm going to have my new home, bitch. I'm going to have my little $800, $800, my 800 credit score, bitch. I'm going to have a flourishing business. I'm going to be working on, then I'm going to be able to work on my third business. I'm going to, everything's going to be, I'm going to be skinnier, okay? Now me saying skinnier, bitch skinny, because a bitch is still kind of chubby right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just... And I'm going to have my bundles. So not only that, I'm going to have my little coinishas. I'm going to have my home. I'm going to... I'm going to be beautiful. Hello. Like, hello. <laughs> it's like, like, what else would you want in life? Coinishas and to be beautiful? I guess some of you bitches were like, bitch, I wish I had a man. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not even thinking about niggas right now. That's what's so crazy. I'm not even, like, I've so fully far removed from niggas at this moment in my life. I just don't care. I really do not care. And it's so strange because this time a year ago, I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind going on a date. Bitch, I don't want to go on a date. I don't want to do shit. 
I got I got shit. To, I got bigger fish to fry, bitch. So, <clears throat> so let's go, let me tell you about this fucking bundles, bitch. <sighs> bitch, when I tell you I was actually really crying singing that song, I really was crying, bitch. I was not like play pretend. Like I was really like, bitch, because it's so true. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to do shit, bitch. I feel ugly. I feel like a fucking troglodyte. So. Like I told you guys, I think last week when they implant the hair after like week two, that's when all the hair starts to fall out. Not your whole hair, but like the hair that they implanted falls out. And sometimes the hair around those areas will fall your real, not your real hair, but you know what I'm saying? Like your hair that you didn't transplant, the surrounding areas do fall out too. Sometimes, not always. And then at that point, you basically is gonna look your this is what you will look like for about three months until your bundles start to sprout so <sighs> bitch i need a cigarette just thinking about this i don't even smoke bitch but i just feel like i need a cigarette because the bitch is stressed so when they lowered my hairline that was fab right fabu so we did about like, I think it was 2,200. We were going to do 2,200 to 2,600 bundles, like graphs. And well, I don't know if y'all remember, but when I told you guys, the bitch, me, I had such, I have such thick, dense hair that they were able to get up to 3,400 graphs from those 22 to 2,600 that they pulled out. Meaning, so each follicle some of like sometimes your follicles you'll have each follicle hair follicle will have either one strand either two strands of hair or sometimes three strands of hair well a bitch like me okay a bitch like me some of them some of them hair follicles had four and five strands of hair in them <clears throat> so it's just bundles on top of bundles on top of bundles you know what i'm saying so they so when they did all that they're like, well, bitch, there's so much bundle. Bitch, there's so much bundle. We can actually put the bundle further further back into your hair. So in case you actually do become a ball bitch, you won't become a ball bitch because we'll have bundles there. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, so you know, like when guys start to ball, they have like a receding hairline, but then they also have, I call them parking spaces where like the sides of your hair recess um recede more than the middle part i mean eventually it, it all will recede but like it typically starts on the sides and i call them little parking spaces well they were like well you know preventative we can just put a bunch we could we could go throughout the receding if you start to recede push it back but then we'll also put a lot more on the parking spaces so i was like all right cute boom right well bitch now that i'm in the hair falling out phase. Not only is the lowered hairline, all all that hair is gone, bitch. It's gone. And we ain't got no hair over there. It's just back to normal, right? Back to a big ass forehead. Now, the hair that we push, we pull, we put in the, the back, you know, the I don't know if I'm describing this. Hopefully y'all understand what I'm saying. The the hair that is still on my scalp, but like, I mean my um the front of my hair, but like they kind of put it um, kind of further back just in case my hair recedes now all that hair is starting to fall out and the surrounding 
which is fine because it's not like it's going anywhere. It's just basic. Actually, it, the good thing is when your hair fall, when the hair strands fall out, it means it's the new, the follicle, the hair follicle will now sprout new hair. So essentially, each hair follicle, it, it's different on every part of your body. Like your eyebrows are different than your eyelashes, your, you know, body hair, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> but typically, your hair follicle for your scalp tends to grow about seven years. And um, it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And once it reaches that seven year, that's when the hair falls out. And then it starts anew, you know? So essentially, that's kind of good because now that means what's about to start growing, I'll have that that strand of hair growing for seven years. But the sad thing is now I look bald. A bitch looks bald because now the hair is falling out a bitch looks bald now i have parking spaces now i have a receding hairline bitch i'm gonna start crying now i have a now i look like a bald bitch now i look like a bitch who needed a hair transplant and i'm not that girl Now I look crazy, bitch. And it's just like all hitting me. Uh, I can't do this podcast today. I'm really going through it. <laughs> so now I look like a bald bitch. Like I look crazy. Like I always, I normally always wear a hat because I just don't like doing my hair. But now I have to wear a hat for one. But then it's like now when I take off my hat, it's just like, Oh, yeah, you took off your hat because now you're... Oh, I see. You are a bald bitch. You are a bald bitch looking like a honeydew melon. Looking like fucking Homer Simpson. Looking like you're 60 years old. You old, decrepit, nasty-looking bitch. So that's me. Um... So needless to say, that is real. like, it is sending me. Like, I know what I signed up for, but I'm just like, bitch. Ugh. But here's the, you know, I guess the light at the end of the tunnel, bitch. The good thing is my hair started to fall out, like, like, now it's, like, going on, like, a week and a half, like, two weeks ago when the first hair started to fall out. <laughs> So, I'm seeing now in those areas, my hair is starting to sprout. Like, my my bone, not, the follicle is starting to sprout uh, the new strand of hair. Which some bitches, they don't get new hair really sprouting till like month two, month three. Bitch, I'm like week two. The new hair is already sprouting. I mean, I'm not trying to give it off like that, but I also have to give it off like this because it's the only thing that's going to give me a little bit of confidence during this weak-ass moment in my life. But it's like, my hair follicles is already strong and, and cunt, bitch. You know, I ain't got no problems growing bundles. I don't have a problem growing bundle. You know what I'm saying? Like, my hair is always... My mom used to be like, bitch, your hair grows so fucking fast. And my hair normally... It grows a little bit over an inch, um... Like every three to four four weeks, it normally grows about like a little over an inch. So I'm just like, bitch, please, just come on, Jesus, just speed this, speed this up. 
I need a bundle. I need a little bit just to cover up. I'm not even asking bundle in the, the lowered hairline area. At least put them in the bald, at like the parking spaces. I didn't want that. I don't want that, bitch. I don't mind being what I used to look like. <laughs> bitch. But what I've also been doing, so I've been working with, um, on developing a hair regrowth serum. Actually, it's not even really a serum. I don't even know really what I would call it because it is water-based. I guess it could still be called a serum. Anyways, bitch, I'm working on some shit, um, which we're getting closer and closer to, thank God, of working on something for hair regrowth. And I guess I'll talk about it now, but um, my thing is a lot of things on the market right now are just like all these oils and it's like no, no shade. I think I did talk about this. It's no shade to the things that are oils and stuff like that, but I need growth factors. So I need things that are going to grow. You know what I'm saying? So theoretically, if you're, if you're putting these oils on your scalp, it's, you know, cleaning your scalp it's keeping it moisturized so thus a healthy scalp will produce healthy hair you know and invigorate possible hair growth but bitch if them them um hair follicles is dormant bitch all you're gonna have is a moisturized scalp huh? you know what i'm saying and, and honestly you might get a little bit of acne from all that fucking oil you put it in your goddamn hair that's driz that's drizzling and sliding down your forehead no shade but you know that's really what it is but um <clears throat> and it's no shade to those oils i'm sure they're they're fabulous they're great love it you know what i'm saying but that wasn't what i wanted to make i wanted to make something with growth factors in them and real growth factors so when i was in turkey um they were like oh we have a growth factor serum did he say or something yeah i think it's like a growth and i looked at the ingredients and none of these are growth factors he said, okay. And I looked, I said, literally, I'm looking at the ingredients right now. Not one ingredient is an actual growth factor. I know my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, I'm sure he didn't know what the fuck, he, you know, he didn't know what the product was. He was like, bitch, they just, this is just what we got in the house, you know? But I know my shit. I know ingredients down to the ground. And I was like, yeah, like there's pea sprout, you know, extract, which that combined with other different extracts can promote growth, but it is not a growth factor. The ingredient itself is not a growth factor. You know what I'm saying? So I'm putting in growth factors in my hair growth serum. So um, all the growth factors are all water-based. So therefore, it's not where you can't put oil in it. So I can't put mix it with like some of the great oils. But it's like, it really doesn't matter. You know, I've, I've already confirmed one growth factor, which is one of the growth factors I've been using, which <clears throat> if you guys use my collagen serum, that's one of them. Um, one of them is the growth factor that I have in the collagen serum. I've been using that myself. I've been just putting the collagen serum in my, my scalp. So I think that's the reason why my bundles are already starting to sprout on week two. You know what I'm saying? It's keeping them bitches producing, bitch. Because I, I, I honestly, friends, I really fucking cannot wait three months for no bundle. I really cannot. I've been literally counting down the goddamn days of when I when when June and July get here. So, so my, um, 
My hair growth serum will have not one, but two growth factors in them. I'm looking on trying to get a third growth factor. Um, and then I'll have like biotin and like all these other like great nutrients and stuff like that for hair. So the growth factor will force the hair follicle to grow and the biotin and other little nutrients will make sure that the hair strand itself is strong. So it's like, it's really no shade, but it's like, what's the purpose of waking up them dormant hair cell hair follicles if the only thing that's gonna grow out them bitches is thin ass hair you know what i'm saying like you want that hair to be thick bitch you know what i'm saying it's really no shade to the girls with thin hair but just like we want thick hair everybody want thick hair bitch honestly i take that back because when i was growing up i used to hate having thick hair and i used to really wish i had like thin white people hair because it just seems so easy to manage and but now that i'm older i'm like oh no bitch now that I'm, like, encroaching on 40 and 15, 16, and 70, bitch, I'm like, bitch, I need the thick hair. I cannot do the thin flaying in the, flailing in the wind, bitch. So that's what I'm working on. The coochie, cream, the coochie Clorox is, it's done. The formula is done, bitch. We're just, we just finally found a bottle to put it in, um, so I'm going to test those things out and make sure that that bottle is good. There's no leakage when it comes to shipping. But that's kind of where I'm at. I just can't wait for these bundles to come out. I'm really going through a bitch. And it's like nothing in my life right now is making sense. You know, like I'm bald. Okay, that's already bad enough. I'm already ready to unalive myself off of that alone, bitch. I know that sounds dramatic, and I know it sounds kind of offensive. Like, bitch, you would really kill yourself if you were bald. Honestly, the way I'm feeling right now, looking at myself in the mirror, I know this sounds very vain, but... I mean, I wouldn't want to kill myself, but I mean, I definitely am having a hard time being... Just getting through the day. It is, it is very rough. So... There's that. And then on top of it, like living with my parents, mind you, there's nothing wrong with my actual parents' home. You know, like I was talking to my I was talking to my cousin who came to visit. Um we were we were watching the Grammys and I was like, she was like, Your parents' house is so quiet. It is so tranquil and serene. They don't play the um, TV loud. They don't play like anything loud. There's no shouting. They don't talk on the phone loud. Like it's just such a nice, peaceful, clean place to live. And I was like, you know what? It really is. So it's, I don't have any issues or nothing like living with my parents. It's just there's no way around it. But being 36, living with your parents is not even though I'm living with them for a purpose, you know, on buying property, it just, no matter how you slice and dice it, for me, I just feel, like, weird. You know, like, I just feel, like, you know, there's just no way of, are these my curtains? Not my mom taking my curtains. I've been wondering where they were for years. Oh my God, these are my curtains. I'm literally, okay, so I'm sorry. I'm in my parents' office and I'm like, this is where I record the podcast. 
And I'm just like looking at these curtains. I'm like, bitch, these are my curtains from like 10 years ago. Girl, not her taking my curtains. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I, you know, like when you just live with your parents, it just feels like I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't like. I don't know what word I'm trying to use. I just feel like I'm taking a step backwards. Like it feels like I'm taking a step backwards, but. I'm taking a step forward, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But it just feels like I'm not being a productive adult. Even though it's not like that, you know? But just it just feels like it. But, um, like, for instance, like, when I drive or, like, park my car and I see, like, my neighbors, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they're probably like, bitch, why, what are you doing here? Are you visiting? I mean, technically, yes, but shit. <laughs> So, it's just that, and then it's, like, on top of it, it's, like, mortgage rates are so wild right now, and it's just making me seem like, I mean, I'm still on track to move in October, but it's also, like, I have to also kind of grapple with the idea of, actually, I'm actually in, in, possibly going to move in August, but <clears throat> I have to grapple with the idea of maybe I will have to move in December. Maybe I'll have to move in November or whatever. Um, which is not a big deal. You know, I just I'm dramatic, but I'm just someone who, when I put my mind to something, I just laser focus in on things. And I'm like, I have to do this. I have to get this done. Like for instance, I've been really working and I really want to share some of these things with you guys, but I won't be able to like, like I've been working on, um, <clears throat> really cranking up my credit score. There's so many tips and tricks that you could be doing. I mean, granted, it's a little more nuanced than just like, Oh girl, do this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of really dependent on your credit. You know, what's your longest account? Like there's so many different ways of, cranking up your credit score but bitch when i tell you it's been working for me bitch because i was like bitch my credit score is good it's just like i have good credit it's just it's not stagnant but kind of stagnant it's just like this is just what it is i don't ever really go nowhere don't do go up don't go down it's just there bitch so i'm like nah bitch i want that 800 800 credit score bitch i want it to be cranked up to the motherfucking heavens and i want it to be the highest it could possibly be just because it's also because that's just the type of person I am. So I've been doing all these little tips and tricks on cranking that bad boy up and bitch, it's working. I woke up today. It was up 19 points. Granted, it was only up 19 points on Equifax. I got to wait for TransUnion to update and fuck ass experience to update. If experience, get they get on my nerves. They, they are, they are the one credit bureau who be just getting on my nerves. I hate them hoes. I hate them hoes. I really do. And you know what? It's really fuck David. Fuck that Mexican. Okay? Because I know he Mexican. Because he could barely pronounce government. Bitch. And he sound oh, he sound like a whole chubby Mexican. Fuck him. Um. So fuck David who worked for Experian. No, for real. It's, it's really fuck David who worked for Experian. <clears throat> because I called that hoe. 
last week. It was talking about, oh, I had like a hard inquiry that I dead at hold on, that I actually dead ass did not do. That was the thing about it. I wasn't calling to like lie and be like, oh, take off all these hard inquiries. No, I was like, bitch, yes, I bought a car. This is an inquiry. Yes, um, I changed, I mean, I upped my limit for my business credit. That's from Bank of America. Like, I like these are all hard inquiries that I actually did. But this shit right here, I don't know who the fuck these bitches are. I've never, I, y'all, I do not know them. He was like, you know, you got to take it up with the government. So I said, David, I'm not doing this with you, bitch. I'm letting you know it's not me. It's fraudulent. You have to take this off, bitch. And he was giving me the runaround. I was like, you know what? Before I get crazy and start cursing you the fuck out, let me just hang up. So I hung up, called back, and talked to Laura. Shout out to Laura, who works at fucking Experian. And she was like, okay, yeah. So she, then she transferred me to the fraud department. And then I spoke to some other Mexican dude that wasn't David. What was his name? Oh, what was his name? Elias. Elias. Shout, shout out to fucking Elias, who works at Experian. Because he was like, he was still Mexican. I could tell he was Mexican by the way he was talking. And I was like, yeah. And he took it off. Shit. So, there's so many, like, that's really nothing. Like, those little hard ones don't really do much. But there's so many different tips and tricks that you can do to boost your credit. So, I'm implementing a whole slew of them right now. And they are working. Once I'm done, maybe in like a month or two, I do want to share with you guys, um what I've been doing because I know a lot of the girls were like asking me like bitch what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing and so I'll definitely share with you guys but I just want to like make sure these things work you know what I'm saying I I'm never the type of person who's gonna be like bitch do this I want to go through it first and get my first-hand experience and give you the full rundown and tea and my whole experience with that so once I'm done with that I'll definitely share with you guys because <sighs> I mean, it's not like I'm rushing to do these things like last minute. Like I've always had good credit. It's just now that I'm getting ready to buy a home, it's a lot more important for me to have immaculate credit. And I mean, it's really a lot. It's not so much about credit. It's a, it's a whole slew of things. It's really about money. That's really what it is. Money really do talk, bitch. But... If you can have all your shit lined up, the coins is right, the credit is right, you know, everything's right, bitch, then it's going to be a little bit more cunt. So I'm making sure every, I'm making sure everything is good and Gucci and cunt and divine. I just don't want to go into nothing being like, well, bitch, your money's good, but your credit's a little, mm. or I don't want it to be like, oh, your credit's amazing, but your money's a little, mm. no, it, it needs to be everything's lit. Everything is just divine. So, so now what? Because I'm the type of person to where I like to always have the upper hand in things. Duh, I'm a control freak. So I don't want it to be like, oh, well, I, it's going to be like, no, this is what I want. This is what it got to be, period. I'm not budging, not budging. I'm not someone who really likes to ne negotiate. I'm not budging. This is what it got to be, period. So I'll definitely share those things with you guys once I'm kind of done with it and see how much my credit has cranked up. Also, there's this other thing that I've been using, and I'll share this with you guys a little bit later, um, where I'm getting credit for 
it's i mean fico kind of does this thing too but it's completely different this is like a better um um better oh what's the word i'm looking for not credit line Ugh. anyways i'm getting credit for I, i'm it's boosting up my credit every time i pay my phone bill spotify hulu uh, my car insurance my gas and electric my car payment my gym membership anything you pay that you don't really get credit for on your credit score like it's doing that so it's bumping my shit up bitch so there's so many different tips and tricks so i'll definitely share with you guys but um what else what what i wrote some things down that i was going to talk about this week podcast mm. yeah okay let's get into it moving right along this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so the Grammys was on Sunday, and I didn't watch them. I didn't even really know that they were on. I guess, I guess the Super Bowl is on Sunday too, bitch. I'm sure I'll definitely watch that. But um, I know the girls were really up in arms about Beyonce not winning Album of the Year, and now listen, I have not listened to Harry Styles album you know me I don't really listen to the contemporary girls the only album I I don't even know if Adele let me see who was fucking nominated bitch hold on album of the year 2023 Grammy nomination nominees let me just see real quick bitch um uh okay I'm not paying for that to read that article y'all got me fucked up I hate when you click on something, it be like, it behind a paywall. Bitch, I'm not paying for that shit. Because I'll go find it somewhere else. Bitch, you got me fucked up. You better go run these ads on your website and get paid that way. Because I'm not paying no little $4.99. You know what another thing is? I'm about tired of all the, everything got like a subscription to a subscription, bitch. That's the new, that's the new money drainage. Okay, New York Times. I know they're going to ask me to pay for this shit. Record of the year, no album of the year. Okay, so we got ABBA Voyage. Okay, I do like ABBA, but haven't heard it. Thirty by Adele. The album is divine. So shout out to Adele. That sounds great. Un verano sin ti, the Bad Bunny. I think that was that was a pretty good album. I did like that. Renaissance by Beyonce. I just listened to that album this week. Not mad at it, honestly. Not mad at it. Then we have Good Morning Gorgeous. 
um, by Mary J. I actually like the first single she came out with. I think it's called... No, not Good Morning Gorgeous. Anyways, I think that was a pretty decent album. Um, then we got some shit by Coldplay, Brandy Carlisle, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, and Harry South. So I didn't listen to none of this shit. The only albums I really actually listened to Hard Body was Adele. Um, and then I did listen to Bad Bunnies, but I only listened to Bad Bunnies when I was at the gym. So I'm not really focused and paying attention to the music as I'm just listening, having background. Um, I did listen to the Beyonce album. Shockingly enough, I'm definitely eating crow because I did eat her up earlier over the summer because I, I was like, bitch, I feel like it's sped, it's music for sped patients. Um, not, not disappointed, you know, not actually disappointed. I'm, I was actually into it. I did only get to like track seven and then I kind of fell off. I'll be honest. I got around like track six, track seven, that I kind of fell off and I was like, all right, moving right along. But um, I did like it. My favorite songs on the album were Cozy. That's a pretty song. Um, Clearly Break My Soul. That's a little bop. Um, let me see. I think those might be the only songs I actually like. There's another song that... I feel like falling in love. Hold on, let me see. Bitch, I don't know that. Cuffy, is it called Cuffy? Hold on. Let me just go through. I'm that, wait. I don't remember. I'm that girl. Oh, no, I definitely don't like that song. Okay, I like Cozy. Alien Superstar, do not like that song. Cuffy, yes, I like that song. Energy, do not like that song. Break My Soul, do like that song. Church Girl, oh, I do like that song. Plastic Off the Sofa. Oh, I do like that song. That's current. Virgo's Groove. Oh, yeah, I like that song. Move. I don't think I ever made it this far into the album. This is when I start to turn things off. Yeah, so I mean, I got to probably listen to it, but so far, not, not upset about it. You know, um, <clears throat> she also won, I think she won Best Dance Electronic Album, which, um, okay, I get it. Okay, hold on. How can I say this? How can I say this in a way that doesn't come off shady? I get it. Um, uh, there's definitely dance elements. There's definitely electronic out. But here's the thing. Most music right now is electronic. There is still electronic elements. Like if you listen to Bad Bunny's album, there's a lot of electronic elements. Um, I mean, I haven't listened to much of Kendrick Lamar, but there's electronic el elements. To him. There's a lot of electronic elements in general in hip hop, R&B, um, reggaeton, um, dembo. There's a lot of electronic elements in all those genres. Um, so that's not surprising, but I think like the dance element, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think listening to, well, clearly I only got to like track seven or eight. 
um, in the Beyonce album. But it does, it doesn't give major dance vibes. So maybe it, maybe it really, it's dance slash electronic album. So maybe it's more like she want electronic album and not so much dance and electronic. It's basically like dance and or electronic. And it's more on this side of the or electronic. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the and dance and electronic. Does that make sense? But, um... The girls were upset because Harry Styles won Album of the Year. Bitch, I don't... I haven't heard that child's stuff. Nothing about him. I just don't really see it for her. Um, So I definitely probably would want to give that album a listen. The thing that really... Not upsets me, but the thing that the girls fail to realize when it comes to the Grammys is they kind of convolute this idea that things... Hold on. Let me see who's at this door. It might be the cats. Okay, that was Billy. Um, The thing with the Grammys is people have this combo. Like, they kind of be like, oh, well, this was the most popular song. This was the one that sold the most albums. This was the one that was being played the most on the radio. I love that. That's very great. That's very fantastic. And those are valid points. However, there are award shows such as the Billboard Awards, um, I think even the American Music Awards kind of go off that whole um, idea, too. But as far as the Grammys, it really has nothing to do with that. It's really about artistic quality of the music as opposed to, oh, bitch, did this whole, you know, stay at number one for so many years or, or, or so many so many weeks? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of not really about that. Um, also... People don't know the difference between song of the year, record of the year, album of the year. It's it's which is kind of wild to me that people don't get it. But <clears throat> as far as like record of the year is concerned, I mean, there's because I was a voting member for two years and I just never renewed and stuff like that. But I was a voting member in certain certain genres. So I was a voting member in dance and electronic which is wild. Don't ask me why. Um, <laughs> but, um, which is, so, which is so funny to me, but it, it makes sense because they go off of the, your work. Um, like at that time in my life, I was, that was basically the genre that I was working in. So anyways, long story short. So when it comes to like record of the year, typically what you're supposed to be voting on is, the album, I mean, not record, album of the year, excuse me, you're supposed to be voting on the album, the the work of the album. Um, is it cohesive? Does track one kind of sound like track 12? Also, does if, if track one sounds like it needs to be on the same project as tw- track 12, then that also means, theoretically, track one should also sound like it should be on the same record as track six and seven and eight. Track 12 should kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those songs kind of should blend into each other. Maybe they may not have to sound all the same, but they should have, like, a trajectory. Like, they should all sound like it's the same body of work. So, in, for instance, um, what could be an example? Meaning, um, I mean, this is a really horrible example, but... Like, there's a, a sequence, like, track one, and it takes you into 
something that builds by track two and it builds even more on track three and it finally culminates on track 12. That could be a, considered a cohesive album. You know, because because honestly, track one and track 12 will not sound the same. But because there was a storytelling between all those tracks that led up to track 12, it would be considered a cohesive album. Now, what a lot of the girls are doing now, which drives me nuts, um, is they just kind of throw stuff on an album and be like, just throw 10, 12 tracks together and be like, all right, it's an album. And there was no thought to it. There was no nothing. Um, so ideally that when it comes to like album year, that's what you're really supposed to be looking for. Like that is what you are gunning for something like that. Something that's cohesive. Um, and not saying that Beyonce's didn't, I'm not, I'm sure. But, you know, listening to the album itself, um, let me pull this up again. Um, cozy. Like, there's a lot of things that do sound very cohesive. It kind of makes sense. And then out of no- well, nowhere, Cuff It comes in. And it's like, okay, where are we going? You know what I'm saying? And then right after Cuff It, there's that energy song. And it's like, okay, well, now where are we? And then right after energy, it's like Break My Soul, which is a dance record. And then, you know, so it 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 it's just kind of like, not a stop and go, but it's very like great songs. I love the production of it. The production seems very really fleshed out and thought through. I do like that, but I think the flow of it, it's just ultimately it's just basically like what is that other song plastic off the sofa? Like plastic off the sofa does not sound like it belongs on the same album as a song like Cozy. And it definitely doesn't sound like it sounds like it belongs on the same album as Break My Soul. It sounds like those also sound like they sound like three completely different songs from three different completely different projects, in my opinion. So I think people kind of fail to realize when it comes to album of the year, you're looking for like that cohesive, you know, full body, well thought out work. Yes, as a, a whole, you know, I think people, I'm sure like the visuals of Beyonce on, you know, a, what is this? That horse, you know, it kind of, you know, pays, you know, a nod to Bianca Jagger and, you know, this whole era in disco. But then, you know, there's different elements of disco. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it makes sense probably in a more um like on paper way like in black and white it makes sense but i don't think sonically it's cohesive and it makes sense great songs love them you know what i'm saying but i think like sonically when you're thinking like musically it's a little like a little shaky um but you know what in all fairness just to keep it a buck um so is well actually you know what i think bad bunnies is pretty cohesive because i don't think he has a lot of like random moments where it just goes completely left um but i will say i mean i'll probably have to give it a track a listen i can only speak on that because i've heard it a little bit 
Adele's 30, that's completely cohesive. That is from track one all the way to the end. It sounds very cohesive. Uh, I, again, I don't haven't heard that Harry Styles album, but, you know, it is what it is. But nonetheless, she still won. She still, that night, it made her the most awarded um, artist of all time which is, a, that is wild. And that's something to be celebrated. Um, because it's, it's, it's also important because not only is she a woman, she's a black woman, she's also not old. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you're kind of competing against the whole history of the Grammys. And your career has been around 30 years, which is still a lengthy career. But you know, you're not like Madonna. You're not like, you're not competing with like someone like, um, uh, what's the word? I, what's the lady I'm thinking of? Like, even like songwriters like Diane Warren or like people who've been in the game for like 40, 50 plus years, you know? So that's very impressive. And especially to be a woman in music, that's even more impressive. To be a black woman in music, even, even, even more impressive. So I think that's, you know, I, it's, I get where her fans were coming from because they're like, bitch, she deserves the big award. Yes, yes, I get it. I get it. I would want, you know, my fave to have the big award too. But it's like, girl, she is the most awarded, like, person in Grammy history by far. And it's not like she's, like, only one off. Like, it's, like, by far. Like, the girls are going to have to really catch up. Um, But I remember, I think there was one year, I think she lost to Beck or something. I want to say, I don't, I think it was to Beck. And honestly, the Beck album, I know the girls don't want to hear it and don't want to believe it, but it was a good album and it was very cohesive. Did it rain on the charts? Was, 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 was Beck touring the world and, and pulling in half a, half a billion dollars? No, but it was cohesive and the artistry was there, you know, and he wrote every one of them songs and produced every, you know, and it wasn't 20, 30 people on the writing credits, you know, which some people just, they, I mean, some, some, especially the older um, people in the voting academy, like they really do look at like, bitch, how many people are writing on these songs? Because they're looking at it, it's like, well, how are, how involved are you in the process? Are you someone who just gets the song sent in? And then when you have some moments while you're on tour, you just record your vocals in the hotel? Or are you actually in the, in the studio crafting it and really sleeping on the floor and thinking about the songs? Not saying that that's not, you know, some of the people in this category, but they some of the older people really do think about that. Um, I consider myself kind of in the middle of like the older generation and then the newer to where I'm kind of in the middle to where I really do. If I see someone come in like Bonnie Wright, like she it was written by her, produced by her, period. Performed by her, period. When I see stuff like that, I think that's very impressive. When I see written and produced and performed by one person, one person only, sometimes it's not great. But when I see that, I'm really like, bitch, you really did that. You really did that. But at the same time, I also am part of the new generation where I feel like if you're not great 
at writing hooks, i.e. Nicki Minaj, if you're not great at certain aspects of creating the music, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's You don't need to, uh, like for Whitney Houston, for example, I think Whitney Houston only wrote like, co-wrote at that, I think three or four songs in her whole discography. It's something wild and crazy. I don't feel like looking it up right now, but it is like, she only like literally like three or four songs. The rest, she was like, girl, I'll sing what y'all want me to, and still ate it up. The The songs are still beautiful. You, beautiful songs. I think Celine Dion is the same thing. So I think it's okay for you to sit back in your cut and be like, girl, I'm not really good at X, Y, and Z, but I'll hire someone else to do it. So I don't think there's nothing wrong. So I'm in the middle. I'm in the old school to where when I do see someone who's written and produced things by themselves, I'm like, that is impressive. And then I'm also the type of girl where I'm like, well, I don't really care if it's, but I'm also the type because I do have a hip hop background. If I look at the writing credits and it has 20, 30 people on there, it doesn't shock me because it's a part of that is like sampling, interpolations. You have to put credit on like, you know what I'm saying? Let's say you sample, um, hypoth- I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say you sample Little Kim's Crush on You. Well, Little Kim's Crush on You was a sample of a sample. So not only do you have to sample, Bi- I mean, not only do you have to credit Biggie, Kim, Little C's, I think Puffy or somebody in Undeas, whoever produced that track, then you also have to um, sample the stylistics or whoever, you know, was the original sample. And then you had to sample all those people, I mean, credit all those people. So before you know it, that little sample that you used in that song is going to have like eight, nine, ten credits you know so when i look at that it doesn't shock me it doesn't be like oh this person doesn't write there it it's that's part of hip-hop that's part of you know modern contemporary music where we pull samples from things that it's like who cares um but i just know like the old heads like the old bitches they just be looking at that like oh they don't really write their stuff no miss mamas could have been up in that booth hard body writing bar for bar for bar but you still got a credit you know, Lil C's, <laughs> you know, you still got to credit Puffy and, and Biggie and Damon and or God, not Damon, whoever Kim's ghostwriter was at the time. Like you have to credit all those people. No shade. Um, So that was that. Um, But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's really congratulations, girl. Congratulations, girl. You really did it. Most awarded in history. That's very impressive. Um, The other thing was, I think, I didn't see this, but Madonna ended up presenting an award or presenting, I don't know, she was doing something with Sam Smith and Kim Petras, Um, which makes me want to talk about two different things at the same time. I don't know if I want to talk about Sam Smith or the Madonna thing. The Sam Smith thing is just like, girl, you look crazy. You look a mess. I think I talked about this last week. You look a mess, period. You look crazy. But um, the Madonna plastic surgery comments are wild. And there's people who are comparing like their mothers or like their friends. Be like, this is what it looks like to age gracefully at 64. Or this is what it looks like at 64. And it's like, it's really no shade because, you know, you know me, I like to like step back and really kind of look things through. I want to see, you know, I want to 
understand it from all aspects. You're not Madonna. You know what I'm saying? You're not forced on in front of a camera all day long and to have been scrutinized about the way you look since day one. We're going on what? Like, I don't even know how... She's probably... It's like 40-something years. Hold on. 80 to 90, 90 to... 2000, 2010, 2012. Yeah, she's like 45-something years in her career. If that's... You've been scrutinized since day one, you know, you kind of have to also think of stuff like that. You know, you're a woman in music. And part of, you know, her appeal is she wasn't a vocalist, you know, there's, it's, she's a performer. And, you know, at that time, I mean, honestly, at that time, being a huge vocalist wasn't really a major thing. It didn't really start to become a major thing until like the 90s where they were really looking at people for vocals. Like we, we, we need to see the vocals because that's when the girls like Mariah, Celine and Whitney, they was coming through. Luther was really popping. That's when the girls was really coming through with a vocal. So, the 80s kind of really wasn't about that. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like the comments are so unwarranted. And I don't think she looks bad. Because here's the thing. If you if she would have looked... here, Here's the thing. If she would have looked raggedy and crusty and saggy, you would have ate her up. Now that she looks like she's been plastic surged, you still eat her up. Granted, in my opinion, I just feel like when it comes to fillers, I'm so glad we're going into this area now to where we're really rejecting fillers. I think we need to really stop the fillers. Because all it's doing is putting weight and volume in your face that you do not need. You know, you're looking fat. You're looking bloated. You know, you look like you have a like uh you're 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 retaining water so i don't know i can't wait to see i'm supposed to go see madonna i'm going to go see madonna and janet on tour this year i'm so excited because well janet's done this before like she's on like a greatest hits type tour madonna has always been very vocal i do not want to do a greatest hits tour i do she's never she's like i'm an artist I want to I want to show I want to go on tour for the album that I just finished recording. I want to flesh that out. I want to present the album in its entirety. That's how she's always been. So she's always really denounced. I do not want to ever go on a greatest hits tour. Well, Miss Mama's dis I don't know, they cuz I guess the um her biopic got put on hold or whatever and she was like, "Well, bitch, I will do um a greatest hits tour so she's i mean i was gonna go see her on tour regardless because that's when i tell you that woman when she's on tour she's a beast i don't think i've seen too many other people really eat up the stage like her and i'm not talking about like dance or like stuff like that i'm talking about just the whole experience if anybody needs to learn about touring they need to talk to her miss mamas knows what she's doing so she's doing her greatest hits tour and I really cannot wait. I really cannot wait. And I got some good seats too. Oh, I cannot wait. And I'm gonna go see Janet. Um, she's coming to San Diego. I'm gonna see Madonna in Los Angeles. And honestly, 
I wouldn't mind seeing Beyonce. I wouldn't mind it. The reason why is, you know how I told you, there's only certain people I want to see. And definitely, I think now all that's left is really Tina Turner, which I'm never going to be able to see because she don't want to, she don't fuck with none of us no more. Um, Who else? I definitely want to see, I saw Adele um, a few months ago. I do, I still need to see Celine. I'm trying to think. Um, I'll never be able to see Whitney. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was, ne- I was never able to see Whitney. So it's like, I've, I've seen Beyonce before, but I wouldn't mind seeing her again. Um, I heard tickets are kind of hard to get a hold of. And I just am not a fan of seeing musicians in arena. I mean, not arenas, stadiums. I just don't like it. Arenas, okay. Stadiums, not so much. So, we'll see. If anything, I'll probably buy two tickets. Um, And the way the girls are losing their mind over these tickets, even if I buy them at face value, and if I don't want to go last minute, I can still sell them. So, we shall see. Um, That's kind of really all I wanted to talk about. And uh, moving right along. All right. So I don't really want to do... It's horrible. I don't really want to do um, listener letters right now. Um, I have to call this lady back and do some other stuff before things start to close. Um, but if you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Saul Ray. No, ask at the Solomon Ray podcast.com. <clears throat> and I'll do them next week. Um, it's just I got to get off this damn mic and <clears throat> call this lady back. Um, what do I got beef with today? Let me see. Aside from my bundles. um, Oh, what do I got beef with? This is it. And I really don't really want to talk about this because it really does make me seem like a bully. And it doesn't really paint me in a nice light. But here's the thing. And I, I've said this before, but I, I mean it. Um, It's okay to come for me without me sending for you. It's completely okay. I don't mind it. It's one You could do that. You could do that. You can really unprovoked come for me you could always do it people do it all the time but here's the thing if i see it and i have a little bit of time i'm gonna come for you too i really am and it's not going to be nice i'm not gonna play fair i'm not gonna say you know i'm not gonna stop either i'm I'm also someone i'm a bully where i won't take my foot off your neck i won't um and you know i'm not there yet in my maturity to let things go sometimes. Sometimes I just feel like I some people need to be um they, they need to be aware that there are some people you could really try and then there's some people who you shouldn't. And I just know that the times that the girls people have really come for me, I've really wouldn't been able to eat them up. And everything I say is going to be mean. 
everything. Like there's, there's, I'm going to hit at the lowest. Like your mother could literally be dying of cancer and I'm going to come at that. That's how nasty I'll get. And I'll blame her getting cancer on you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will literally go through your profile and see the fact that you just buried your grandfather a few months ago. And I'll mention that. I mean, when I tell you, I could be, you could be like, bitch, you could have just over, you could have Lyme disease, bitch. You could have what I'm going to eat you up. And I'm not going to stop. I'm not, and that's, a, and that's the bully part about me is I'm actually not going to stop. You know, like some people, they're like, they'll just throw out like one little insult and eat you up and, and move on. I actually will not stop. I'll check in on you in 30 days and keep it going. I'll be like, hey, Miss Mama, how's your, how's your Lyme disease going? How's your psoriasis? Itchy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, that's, that's me, the bully. I will literally have you jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. I will have you wanting to play in traffic. You know what I But here's the thing. It's not like... I've always been the type of person to where I will never hit back. Like, physically, I will never hit you unless you hit me first. I will never start no shit unless you start it first. I will finish it. I will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be in there with you. But I'm not going to go out. I'm, I literally just mind my business. If I'm minding my own business and you come out of nowhere... Oh, I'm going to come get you, bitch. I'm going to come get you. I'm going to get you. And it's so wild because when I do, the girls be DMing me like, can you please leave me alone? Oh, so you want to, you want, you, you, you're asking for me to leave you alone in my DMs. Why don't you ask it publicly? Because you came at me publicly. And I was, I was eating you up publicly. So let's keep it public, shall we? And I'm good for a reference, bitch. I'm really good for a reference. This boy says, I forgot. He says something. And I was like, you know what? I will until you get to the point where your eyes stop looking both east and west. And I put a picture of E.T. Because you know how like E.T.'s eyes be so far apart? Bitch, he left me the fuck alone. So that's really it. Um, that's really what I got beef with. It's just, you know, when you just be minding your own business or like when people don't understand like the humor and things, you know, like people take things very seriously now and they don't really see the humor and that's fine. You don't really have to see it, but I just want you to know, like as a precautionary tale, if you act like some people you could get away with me, I'm not, I'm gonna come after you. This man came after me in, um, he was like, what did he say? I forgot, but I was like, first off, I mean, I was eating his, I was going through his wedding photos, eat, like commenting on his page, like bitch, ugly, ugly. Like just reading everything about his wedding photos, which honestly, I just, I know this sounds really horrible. And I know this is part, stems from my internalized homophobia, but actually it really doesn't. Now that I, this actually doesn't, like there's things that stem from my internalized homophobia. This does not. Gay people, when they get married, they always look crazy. They always look crazy. And I say this time and time again, they always look a mess. And I do not get it. Why Why do we got to be looking a mess on our wedding day? Why can't we look handsome and just put together? You know, why our clothes got to be wrinkled? Why do, why do 
why the um suit don't ever fit you know what i'm saying like why nothing ever works we just be looking a mess why you got a train a, a whole train and a trail coming it's just it's a mess you know what i'm saying if you want to wear a little kitten heel in your tuxedo miss mamas do it you know what i'm saying that's not my beef but it's like the rest of it, it just be looking a mess. I've never seen any homosexuals get married and have a beautiful wedding and for and them look beautiful or classic. I've never, I've never, if, if anybody wants to send some examples in, I would be more than happy to see them because it would give me a little bit of hope. But I've never, they all, we always look a mess. We, somebody always got some damn tutu. Somebody always doing a mohawk, colorful hair, weird shit going on. Like, just weird stuff. Weird stuff. I don't know why, like, y'all don't want to just look nice. And them times that you guys do want to look nice, nothing ever fits. Everything's all ill-fitted. It looks cheap. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, you know, you need to have a lot of money to get married. But here's the thing. There's so many things you can do to make yourself look nice without spending a lot of money. I would rather have a suit and spend, I don't know, $80, $90 on tailoring to make sure my suit fits me perfectly. I wouldn't even mind spending $120 on tailoring to make sure that my suit fits perfectly so I look divine. Then and then then spend money on, on on dumb shit like chandeliers and um, feather boas and all this other dumb shit. Why don't, why don't you make yourself look good? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's focus on that because that's what everyone else is really looking at. No one's looking at the um the 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 background. Nobody cares about the background. We're looking at you, Miss Mamas. Fix yourself. So anyway, so I was eating that man up. I was eating his husband up. I was telling his husband he needed to go get Ozempic. I was giving him referral links. I was hitting up his husband, bullying his husband. Like, uh-uh, you want some Ozempic? Here's some Ozempic. Click this link. Click this link. Get you some Ozempic. I told a man um, a couple of days ago, he he looked like Gonzo. I said, you need to go get a um, rhinoplasty. You definitely need to, uh, yeah, beak. High beak. High toucan, eating him up. Just horrible, right? Just really nasty and rude. But it's like, don't come, don't. I was, I was just minding my own business. Why are you even in my mentions? Why are you even here? Oh, because you normally do this online where you troll the girls, right? Because when I go to your page, your whole page, your whole timeline is you just trolling the girls, trolling the girls, and nobody gets, gets you together. Well, bitch, I got some time today and I got your ass together. You look like Gonzo. You look like Snuffleupagus. Your nose is huge. I know you can smell an HD. The way them nostrils are set up, there's you got you you taking all the air. You're taking all the air. Your nostrils are so big. I can see your brain. Click this link. This will refer you to the guy who did my rhinoplasty. He'll get you together. Tell him I sent you. But, the, but, 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 but what you shouldn't be doing is jumping into my mentions unprovoked. That's what you shouldn't be doing. And what you actually shouldn't be doing is asking me to stop and leave you alone. And asking me day to day, why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep doing this? 
So, 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 now, so my question is, why do you keep doing it? Why are you in people's mentions trying to eat them up? So when somebody actually claps back and get your ass together, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're taking it too far. You're doing too much. Really? Because all you had to do was mind your own business. But let me tell you something. I'm actually a whole entire bully. So take that with what you, what you will. It's, I mean, I don't like to get to those points, but when I, when, if you, if you turn the, the switch on, bitch, we in there, we are in there and I'm not, we ain't going to stop until I feel like I want to stop. And I'm, I have my, I've got a little reminder. I'm going to hit that boy up in 30 days and be like, did you, um, did you call Dr. Karam for your consultations? No. Okay. And honestly, honestly, if I was a real bully, like a real, real, real bully, I would pay the $19.49 to get his information, his name, his address, and his phone number and fill out a questionnaire questionnaire thing for the doctor on the doctor's website so that the doctor's people can hit him up and be like, hey, we got your, um, your request for a rhinoplasty. Yeah. Play with me if you want to, bitch. Play with me if you want to. Um, so <laughs> enough about that. Moving right along. <laughs> okay, my final thoughts. Um, now me doing like final thoughts after just literally just <laughs> basically being a bully. Um, what are my final thoughts? Um Let's see, let's see, let's see. Last week, I said y'all need to take your food out. Um, You know, okay, you know what my final thoughts are? Honestly, just real quick, because I'm going to go into more detail about it, like, later. My final thoughts is um, get your credit report, okay? And you can log into, like, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. All those have their own websites where you don't have to pay to do this, but you can actually dispute things online. It's better to dispute things through mail, but if it's like some something stupid, like, bitch, something that should have been off your credit report 10 years ago, just look at it. See if there's any discrepancies if you want disputed um, online. Most of the times it works. Sometimes if it doesn't, then write a letter, but I'll talk about that later. But, you know, just get your credit report. Start looking at things that are, like, not fully, fully accurate. Um... Yeah, it's something you can do. It's 100% free. It's covered by the Fair um, Credit Report, Fair Credit Act. And yeah, it's literally things you can do yourself. Like things like I never, not I never thought, I just never thought to look. And there's so, I think it was like 70 something percent of people in America have something incorrect on their credit report. Bitch, when I tell you, there's so many random things that are incorrect. And here's the thing. And again, I'll talk about this probably once I'm done with everything. But girl, let me tell you something. All you need is one thing incorrect. Like, for instance, like if so out of three credit bureaus, let's say something, let's say uh, date the account was open February 2020. All right. Just keep that. And all of them say February 2020, except for one says like March 2020. That's a, that's already incorrect. So you got to take that off. The girls can get they 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 um student loans off, bitch. 
listen, like, listen. Once I'm done with my with my stuff, so I can give you all the full rundown and the whole insight. There's a lot you can do. You can get them little student loans taken right off, baby. Mm-hmm. You just gotta like put in the work. I mean, you could hire somebody to do this yourself, but you could definitely do it yourself. It's like, I mean, you could hire somebody to do it for you for like a lot of money, or you could just do it yourself. It just takes a little bit of time, a little back and forth to the post office. You know what I'm saying? Some printing, some scanning. There's like a little, little, not much. It's nothing major, but you know, it takes about like an hour of your day to do. And, but bitch, once you get it done, once you get that ball rolling, imagine, would you rather spend a couple hours working on this or pay that student loan? I mean, the thing is, this is so horrible that I'm saying this, but like, you still have to owe the student loan, but it won't be on your credit report, which is also kind of like, well, do I really owe it then? Gag, right? <laughs> That's so horrible. Um, <laughs> but I will talk about that later. I'm a little bit more later. Is there anything else we got to get into? Um... Um, that's really it. That's kind of really it. Cause yeah, because I didn't do listener letters. Oh, let me go call this lady back. She over here blowing my phone up. All right, that's about it. Um until next week. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs>